0: Falcon jump into bed with strangers before telling us a few of their 5,000 plus fantasies including making a barista come so hard she cries. So we're back here at the sex apartment with Echo and Falcon again. Very excited to see you guys.
1: Welcome back guys. Great to have you. Thank you. We love being back here. Now, you guys have visited the sex apartment from time to time, but this is the first time we've actually pulled out the microphones and gotten to back down again just to have a little chat. I'm kind of looking forward to this. The first thing I want to do is just catch up because it's been, what now, almost six months since we first sat down to record. I'm going to say your lifestyle journey has had to travel down a couple different roads in that six months. Do
2: we have any new and fun stories we'd like to share? So yeah, traveling down a few roads is actually a great way of putting it. We ventured out, went to a couple clubs. We call them our away games. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we actually had one away game where Echo and I found that uh, this club was very clicky. We decided that we were going to go to this club and dang it, we were going to have some fun no matter what. We actually did meet another couple. I found it very intriguing that we knew this couple probably about 15 minutes before Echo was the one who came forward and said, "So we're we going to go get a room or what?" <laughs> <laughs> we went into a room. We had a fantastic time with this couple. They're very enjoyable. It was very quick for us, and I I really enjoyed that. That was
1: a great I hot. will say I've seen you guys sit and play pool or sit at a bar and talk to people for an extended period of time. Kind of dangle that maybe we should go back and play it, so maybe this is, this could be a thing, but to have you jump right in, that's
3: Totally not like us at all no. to do that. Yeah. No. Yeah, but it's one of like the five thousand fantasies, right? That's what oh, we yeah, always say is find a couple and just jump straight into it.
1: Maybe. What made you want to do it this time? And he did say it made you want to do it. So
3: yeah. So it again, this club it is so clicky that you know, we are very friendly people. And so we would, you know, oh, hi, I'm Echo, and they would, oh, hey, and then turn away, and it's
0: like, but I'm nice, I just want to, I like your sparkly dress, like, why, you won't even talk to us. Unfortunately, some clubs develop cliques amongst the frequent members, and it makes it more difficult for new members or visiting members to meet people. Cliques form easily at clubs because it gives you a place to feel comfortable and accepted. While we can't avoid clicks, just remember if you find yourself clinging to only one group of people while you are out at the club, you may be doing yourself a disservice. Try going outside your comfort zone and reach out to speak to new or visiting members. You may be pleasantly surprised.
3: And this couple, they, like, we hit it off. And it was one of the first connections that we had at this club that even if it was a home game. I, we still we would have socialized with them like they they oh, absolutely <laughs> they were up to our standards they, they, it was like a good it was a good fit you know yeah, it, was yeah, a, it, was, it wasn't it was just really like uh damn thing. it we're gonna make it happen with whomever no it was no. it was a good fit
2: yeah no that it was it was really fantastic yeah even at this club like uh as you guys know we play pool we are horrible at it <laughs> and usually a pool game can run anywhere from a half an hour to three hours. It is is an amazingly ungodly long amount of time that it takes the two of you to finish a pool game. At this particular club, though, we would go and play, and they would just whoop us and be like, okay, and walk away. And that that would be the end of it. So I'd have to say that that really just threw down the gauntlet, and that kind of took the challenge very well.
3: It was interesting because this couple was the first couple that we didn't really have like a, a relationship with. You know, they weren't friends first, and we jumped into bed, you know, or a, Oh, you know, have you met our friends and right. vouched by another a couple of friends that we have? Like it was just a
2: total random pick. We, we bed hopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was our first uh, lifestyle bed hop.
1: Now, guess. how did you feel the connection was compared to spending an extended amount of time talking to somebody? <laughs>
3: I felt so dirty, but like in the best way, you know, like I, I really enjoy scratching that little slut side of me. So it felt like it was, it was fun. I, it's not something that I would recommend doing all the time, but once in a while, I, yeah, was, yeah. I felt safe. It was, it was fun. It was, I, I felt like I could be dirtier than normal because I didn't just have dinner with these people, you know, like it was, it was a little sluttier. It was for me, it was a little sluttier of an, Oh, it was sluttier for you too. Actually. Now that I totally, think about it, I felt totally okay,
2: was. you
1: were
3: a little ink in there Dixon. you were yeah
1: okay so moving on like hell okay so if we're gonna say all that we're gonna need a little more detail yeah
2: please. um
3: you kept her boots on her
2: yes, yes you were really
3: into her boots and you like stripped her down but like normally you are a very gentle lover and you were not with her no. you like stripped her out of everything kept her boots on try to take them off and you're like keep them on yes and i remember like as you know as friends i I tend to take a more submissive role. This guy wasn't having it like with me. He was like, you could ride me. Do what you want with me. She does all the time. And she's like getting fucking pounded by Falcon. And she's like, yes, I do. And, like, and I was like, oh, all right. Well, and it was the first time that I had to like switch, but with the man opposed to, you know, like playing and, and taking that role with a, with a female. So like I rode him and I rode him. It was a different tempo than like I'm used to. There was a lot of body slapping going on, and there was a lot of coming going on, and both of you were up for, you gentlemen, were up for the challenge, which was fucking awesome.
2: There was one uh, moment in particular, actually, that comes to my mind, where um, it was on a raised bed, so the bed was probably about four feet above the ground. Oh, my God, you're right, yeah. Yeah. Echo was riding him, and I could watch her because I was sitting on the chair, and uh, she was very submissive. So I grabbed her and made her ride me reverse cowgirl. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And that was such a fantastic experience because I was dominating her and you were just really enjoying the ride. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Wow. That was really hot to see. I could see that you and I, because we connected, our eyes connect. And that's one of my favorite parts about the lifestyle with, with Echo is, is we'll connect eyes and we'll have that energy just flow in between us. And it was so hot, mm-hmm. I was I
1: awesome. literally just mentioned that to Nessa the other day. My favorite part of any play session is when she looks up at me and we have that moment of connection.
0: Positioning yourselves so that you can make eye contact during a play session will definitely add another layer of intensity. G and I enjoy this connection so much that when we don't get to lock eyes, it feels like something is missing.
2: Just kind of a little post game to that. and I'll reveal that I really don't know if I could pick her out of a lineup. If you tried, <laughs> I really don't know if I could, but it was. That was part so, of the 5,000 though, right? That's is to exactly have that. what it is. So just to clarify, we have this thing between us where we have 5,276 fantasies. And no, we don't know if there really are 5,276, but we constantly are adding and subtracting as we go. Mm -hmm. We talk about them all the time. And those fantasies (laughs) are so much fun. When we get to play them out, they're even more fun.
3: Well, I think it makes our bed really safe because it's not like we're looking for one specific thing. Right. That we have 5,000, right? And so being able to have pillow talk and be like, I have a confession. (laughs) I have this new fantasy to add to the 5,000, right? Opposed to, yeah. And so it's safe because it's, you get to be honest. You have to be honest because we have 5,000.
1: Have you seen this interaction change the way you interact with couples now having
2: done that? Yeah. I, so so we've said, uh, I don't think we ever said it on a podcast, but Mm -hmm. uh, those that know us always have learned that we've had trouble closing (laughs) <laughs> like we would get to the point where, Hey, we're going to go play. We're going to go play. Ah, do you want to go play? And we would, uh, fiddle around for too long. And now I know that, uh, when Echo's ready, she can just drop the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are we going to go get a room or what? <laughs> and, um, it's, it's really hot to see now. I really, it's something that I enjoy that we've learned in the lifestyle of, I love that she has that confidence to, come on, we're going to put an end to this now. It's either we're going to go play or we're going to go spend five hours playing another horrible game of pool and we're done here. (laughs) Do you feel it was that experience that has pushed
1: you in this direction?
3: If not, it was like a series of similar experiences that happened all around the same time. And so it was like this event, right? Instead of just being an experience, right? Like multiple... Of the same, I was no longer looking at you going, close, close for us, close for us. And I just was, nope, I'm
0: closing. Let's make it happen.
3: Falcon wants it to happen. Let's make it happen. Like, let's, let's go.
0: When we talk about closing with a couple, we are referring to starting the play or taking things to the bedroom. In a club setting, getting things started could be as easy as asking the other couple if they want to see if a room is available. In the home setting, it may be a little more tricky. You could try and play a sexy game or give a tour of the house and conveniently end in the bedroom. Sometimes the vibe is there from the start and things just flow. But other times you may be battling nerves or just struggle to get the right mood going. Each interaction will likely be different.
3: I do think that this experience at our away game gave us confidence to close earlier and not like fiddle deck around a bit, a bit.
1: Agreed. I have seen it oh. and I, and I, I've noticed the drastic change in your approach and tactics
2: now. Oh. So <laughs> that's right. You have seen us a couple of times now where it's, where'd they go? Oh, they're in a room. Oh, not, it's
1: not, where'd they go? It's like, Oh, they're oh, they're and door closed. All right. <laughs> I agree on this list of 5,000. Is there a number one that either one or both of you was just purely obsessed with that, God, this is our, our dream moment, that would be the best thing that could
2: happen in our lifestyle journey or would be the most exciting thing? I don't know if that's the case. I've always wanted to find a couple when we're on an adventure together, somebody who's not in the lifestyle, and I would like to pull them over to our side <laughs> <laughs> and and have an evening of just raunchy hotel sex where they wake up the next morning going, wow, what did we do last night? I can't believe we did that. <laughs> yes. And then for them to give that smile at breakfast to know, yeah, but I'd do that again. <laughs> now you did
1: specifically mention that is on a travel session. So yes, that's a, okay, this is going to be safe. So I, in case this goes horribly wrong. And at least I can just walk out of the room and done.
3: Well, I, I think that's part of what makes it so sexy is because we become this random, safe, like sexy fairy godparent scenario, right? <laughs> like, let me show you the, this new world. And then we're gone, right? right? Like there's no must, no fuss with it.
2: I would say though one of the things that would make the fantasy full is I don't want to do it at a lifestyle club. mm mm-hmm. I mean, I want this to be as vanilla as soft serve ice cream.
3: <laughs> so one of the things that we do in vanilla travel scenarios, we will talk kind of loudly-ish to each other and yeah. like have post-game conversations. We'll have the SLS app up. We'll be going through just talking about it. And even like the thought that there could be people who stop their conversation at like the table next to us and are eavesdropping.
1: And having just been out in public with you guys and <laughs> you're not quiet people, but it was funny. We're talking, talking, talking. And then
3: lifestyle stuff came up and you both started doing it. And I was
1: like, guys, but nobody cares, right? Nobody's... Okay, whatever, it's cool.
3: I think it's a, a time and place thing. I'm respectful of the time and place. And you're right, where we were at dinner, no one would care, but this is home turf and this is travel. Yeah. Travel's
2: different. Travel, we can open it up a little bit.
3: Travel, we wear a black ring. We don't wear a black ring out and about Yeah, in this area.
2: No.
0: Black rings in the place of a wedding band are known as a symbol of being in the lifestyle. However, a word of warning Black rings with a blue stripe are frequently worn by police officers. Ask G how he learned that lesson. Also, black rings are becoming more and more popular for men as their standard wedding band. I just saw two different couples on the show Disney Fairytale Weddings put black wedding bands on their husbands. Or maybe Disney is just in for a surprise. Either way, consider yourself warned.
2: You have to have a trust there. You have to have a level of trust that once you start talking about it and once you start digging into it, that everyone's safe and everyone understands that it's the equivalent of fight club. You don't ever talk about fight club. <laughs>
1: and, and that I think is a hot topic right now because a lot of people are getting tired of the, you don't talk about fight club and they, they don't want to have to say, oh, I didn't do anything last night. Oh, we just stayed home when in fact, oh, I just had a fucking great night and I wish I could tell you. But if I tell you, then you're going to judge everything about me. The idea of being more open about it in public while you're in a safe, not home space is is an intriguing way to start that.
0: A safe way to enjoy being more free and having it out there without the risk of being in home turf area. And oops, somebody I know has just overheard
3: my loud conversation. I wear many hats. And it's like a Venn diagram, and some of it's a nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Some of those pieces, parts, interlap with others, but some absolutely cannot. There are pieces of the pineapple lifestyle that just need to stay on their own and not overlap. I agree. But when it comes to travel, like no holds barred.
1: Outside of a lifestyle club, would you be comfortable discussing people's sexual fantasies with them before really gauging? Where they stood.
3: Outside of the state that we live in, like being on vacation? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, I would too. Because I think a perfect way to do it Mm -hmm. would be to, in just the course of the conversation, acknowledge that you guys are very open sexually and that you have some crazy sexual fantasies. And just, do you guys have any? And just to see where it goes.
3: That's a pretty good opening. (laughs) Yeah, that'll work.
1: (laughs) That's yours. But Echo, do you have one?
3: I think it's. Ooh, in, somebody got a little nervous. It's I cute. am so nervous yes. right now. Just, I love yeah, when I get you I, flustered I'm on I And I'm blushing. Do you see that too? <laughs> I love um, it. It's hot. So I think it's important to note that this is not my number one fantasy of God. I have to have this happen. But this fantasy of the five thousand would stretch me the most. Yeah, that's just sounds. <laughs> <laughs> for,
0: that. for
3: for me, like would and and I feel bad because I feel like so many of your listeners are going to be like. This is lame, like, but for me. And that's,
1: I don't give a fuck if they feel this is lame because that's what's special about this is everybody's in this for a different reason. While you guys have 5,000, I can't remember the number, there are those couples that have that one. We want a unicorn, and that's their (laughs) one. It's We're going to have a threesome, and that's their goal, and that's all they focus on. And but that's that's the summit for them. And the fact that you guys have a lot, it doesn't seem like there's just a, a number one. It's just we have things that we want to try, and when we knock them off, great. And but there's more to try.
3: There are of the 5,000, we've talked about many of them, and I could picture it. I can talk through it. I could think about what I would be doing, what I'd be wearing, how I would look. And I could even put the entire storyboard together. For this fantasy, it it leaves me so vulnerable, which is so weird because in order for this fantasy to happen, the way that we've talked about it, it would require me to be incredibly empowered. And that's such a weird dichotomy. To have.
2: I think it's one of the hottest things I've ever heard coming out of my wife's mouth.
3: Mm-hmm. So um, it is based in a little bit of, of truth. Like there's an actual human named Feather. She was serving us coffee like three years ago. We frequent the same coffee shop, as you've mentioned, we're very social beings. And so we got to know Feather and got to know who she is and what she likes. And some of her quirks just would think, oh, that's Feather. And, you know, like if you think about a personality of someone who's named Feather you is, and know that she works in a coffee shop, you essentially, you know her, like you now know her personality, like who she is, right? <laughs> okay. um, it just, she gave us our coffee. Bye, Feather, right? And we walk out and I looked at Falcon and I said, I would totally make Feather giggle cry, like get her to come so hard that she cried and like laughed at the same time, which is a skill that Falcon has, but I have never, I'm bi-comfortable, right? Even bi-friendly, right? (laughs) Um, And I like going down on women, women, uh, women are so
0: soft, right? I know, I know.
3: Um, but that was the first time that I had ever threw it out there and Falcon would not let it go. What do you mean? What would that look like? And for a year and a half it like, we'd pick up that fantasy and put it down because we are not unicorn chasers, but we are like feather chasers, (laughs) this feather character. And over time, like COVID hit and feather found a new coffee shop somewhere else. So like, we don't see her anymore, which is so sad because I totally would have gone to the next level and like flirted with her. I have no interest in women for the sake of women. I'm not bi-curious, right? I'm not, God, I just want to lick her. Like, that's not something I seek. But more than anything, I love making Falcon happy. Falcon loves touching the third rail. So many of our 5,000 fantasies are his And I would do just about anything to help make those things happen. Falcon wanted the 15 minutes, barely no, let's go fuck their brains out. Absolutely love. That's what you want. We'll make it happen because then I get rewarded. So the thought of, I knew, I have this weird ass confidence that I could make Feather giggle cry. Like, where would that come from? But I did not necessarily have like a need or want to pull off her panties and spread her legs and go down on her. The thought that my love wanted to see that happen and wanted to see what I could do and wanted me typically tends to be more submissive. Stretch myself and be in charge, even as it related to you a little bit. Not, can't top you, never be able to top you, Falcon, but to be the one who is the playmaker and chooses what happens when. Normally that's what we say, right? Love absolutely it is. is you say when you say where but this would be me yeah it's on me we have a thing with power play so dominating this cute little perky feather isn't that powerful of like we don't want to scare her that's not the purpose not a purpose of spreading her like take it fucking take it that's not that's not the purpose here but it's more like the Cheshire cat feel spread your legs let me touch you Doesn't that feel good? Oh, Falcon, I think she likes it. Look at her smile. To be able to make that happen is incredibly erotic. To be able to turn you on in that process, Falcon, is incredibly erotic. And to be able to take off her clothes, to feel her nervous, and to be able to calm those nerves with kisses and with words, but also a firm hand in letting her feel like it, you're wet, feel, you're wet. Your body wants this. Let us make you feel good. (sighs) Like, I want that. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to watch you fuck her. But before that happens, I want to be the one to hold your dick and to put it in her. And I want to be able to, like, have you and be the one to move your dick out of her And then suck you real quick to taste her on you. And then to put you back into her and to do that again and just repeat it and have it be like a really slow methodical process and to have her be like, what is going on? And to kind of have you like low key at your knees too, because I, your members in my hand, I'm in charge at that moment. And to be able to look at you and during that moment to be able to ask, this is what you wanted, right? Right. Am I being a good wife? This is what you wanted. I want to experience that. <sighs> After that, you want to be able to have her sit back, maybe in like post quotal bliss, and be able to watch as you finish in me. I don't want that though, babe. She doesn't get to watch me be vulnerable. That's not part of it. I don't know how the fantasy ends. I just, I, I know that something happens. I know that we make this, 20 something, feel really, really good and safe. And we get her to fucking come like crazy. I get to like show power over her, but in like a really nice way where she doesn't, she's not like marked or anything like that. She's just really wet and has jelly legs and leaves going, what? Like the fucking Alice in Wonderland, what the fuck did I just experience?
0: Thanks for joining us for a Hump Day Quickie.
1: We hope this brought you some midweek excitement.
0: If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience,
1: please call 844 4 Day and leave us a message.
0: Can't wait to hear your sexy stories.